To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Canterbury Mornings Podcast with John McDonald from Newstalk ZB. Do you remember the days when we used to build things in New Zealand like uh, harbour bridges, uh, hydro schemes, or here's a local example, tunnels through to places like Littleton? Remember that? These days we talk about building all of these sorts of things, but not a hell of a lot seems to actually get done. And Auckland Mayor Wayne Brown is saying that even less is going to get done up his way after the government announced yesterday that the regional fuel tax there is going. It's going to be history. And he's saying to the government, you want to cut tax? There'll be less money for roads. A lot less. In fact, I thought it was a, I thought it was a great line from him yesterday when he said, this is my city, not theirs. So there's going to be a bit of argy-bargy, as there should be. Because, as Wayne Brown points out, the government can ditch the regional fuel tax but what's that going to, what, what, that's, what that's going to do, it's going to leave a hole of about $1.2 billion for critical roading and transport projects in Auckland over the next four years. Not that that seemed to worry the people on the TV news last night. Did you see them? Did you see them? All banging on about how great it's going to be paying less for their fuel. As the Prime Minister said yesterday, if someone drives a Toyota Corolla, for example, they'll pay about $5 less every time they fill the tank with the fuel tax going, which will depend on... Fuel price fluctuations, of course, and, you know, larger the vehicle, larger the fuel tank, more savings. And that was enough for the Aucklanders on the news, all smiles. And I thought they were perfect examples of the what's-in-it-for-me attitude that seems to influence, if not dictate, all the big political decisions these days. And I reckon we need to get away from that when it comes to stuff like critical infrastructure. We need to take the cross-party politics out of it because I reckon we're heading down the track of having an infrastructure crisis in this country. See, I'm not just talking about Auckland here, I'm talking about the whole country. In fact, we may already be there with our infrastructure crisis because this obsession with running things on the smell of an oily rag, I think it's just nuts. We've ended up with cruddy roads, Cook Strait ferries breaking down every second day, talk of electricity brownouts and, and blackouts. In fact, just, just on that... Did you see or did you hear what the bosses of Meridian Energy and Transpower uh, told Parliament's Transport and Infrastructure Select Committee yesterday? Did you hear about that? They told MPs that between now and 2050, so over the next 25 or so years, they said that in that time we're going to need $130 billion invested in just our electricity infrastructure. And transmission and distribution is where most of the spend is going to be needed, and that's because because of a couple of things. One, increasing demand. And two, a lot of the electricity grid was built in the 60s and 70s and needs money spent on it. Alison Andrew, she, she runs Transpower, she was there. She says a lot of the existing grid is, quote, at the end of its life and needs to be refurbished, end of quote. So there you go, $130 billion just for electricity. And so you see, while Auckland Roading and Transport is being talked about because of the fuel tax being scrapped up there, it is just one example of the mess we're getting into with our infrastructure planning and construction. As Barney Irvine from the Northern Infrastructure Forum told Mike just a couple of hours ago, he said the way we do infrastructure is a nationwide problem and a very big one at that. And we've got some really big problems around value for money with the investment we make. 
um, you know, a piece of analysis came out recently from the uh, Infrastructure Commission showing that New Zealand's in the bottom 10% of developed countries when it comes to the, inf- uh, the, well, the uh, efficiency of our, of our infrastructure investments. So how do we fix it? Well, well, I'll, tell, well I'll tell you what I'd do. Then I'll get your thoughts. Uh, this would never happen. But what I would do is I would bang some heads together in Wellington and I'd tell our politicians, all of them, to go into a room to stop fighting over stuff and to come up with a 50-year infrastructure plan. I think the closest we've ever got to that was some talk from ACT leader David Seymour just before the election. He was talking about a 30-year plan. That seems to have gone west because he's all focused on the treaty principle stuff. But that's what I'd do. That's what I would do. Put in the effort, get some consensus across all parties and agree on a plan for the next 50 years because the way things are at the moment and the way, the way we're going, the infrastructure in this country is going to continue falling to bits if we think we can continue running things on the smell of an oily rag and cutting taxes and you know making fuel cheaper. If we continue in, you know, if we continue to go in one direction with one government and another direction with another government, it's a recipe for disaster. For more from Canterbury Mornings with John McDonald, listen live to News Talks at Christchurch from 9 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.